0: That'll mean more than anything at that moment. He is all that matters. Amen? Amen. Well, I want you to turn to the book of 2 Kings in your Bibles, 2 Kings chapter 6. We're going to spend the majority of the time in this book of the Bible, 2 Kings. The chapter will be chapter 6. And... The help of the Lord I pray to be a blessing to you this morning you know while you're turning today is 10 years for our church 10 years and uh, I said man I don't know you're supposed to do something I don't know
1: you're
0: supposed to have so I figured, the men at the church could buy me a shotgun and the women at the church could buy me the shales.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that be something.
1: That'd
0: be good, wouldn't it, Jason? Well,
1: yeah, that'd be good. I'm just kidding.
0: And uh, I'm just kidding. But I thought about it. I, I tried real hard. I said, you know, I wanted, I thought, man, I went back to the, I've still got the first message I preached that day. And I looked at that and, uh, I looked at some passages, and I was trying to think of maybe tried working on a message would be fitting for for that, but uh, I couldn't get anything. And a lot of times I'll tell Christy, I'm say, i spinning my wheels, I'm spinning my wheels. And so I just kept praying and just kept searching. I said, Lord, give me something. And so uh, I then I thought I was sitting there, I sitting was at the desk, and I felt like the Lord said, Look. And we need to have a special message. Do what you've been doing for 10 years. Preach Jesus and preach the Bible. Well, that's what I'm going to do this morning. Amen. And I thank the Lord. Uh, I do. I thank God. Boy, it's, it, for me, it's went by fast. It's hard to believe 10 years since we started the church. But God's been good to us. Amen. And uh, I'm excited to see what God's going to do uh, for us uh, in the future. Uh, we've got this year coming up. Plus, we've got you know, the building God provided for us. I thank the Lord for that. And uh, so I'm excited about it, but uh, I want to bring you this message. I pray to be a help to each and every one of you. And uh, you know, I mentioned something in Sunday school about uh, the Church of Ephesus. You know, in Acts, there Paul's last instructions to them and the leaders of that church was: Listen, you need to remain faithful to God, keep out the bad people, help the good people. Basically, in the nutshell, what do you say in there? Acts chapter 20. You go 40 years. You've got Revelation, and you've got the Lord addressing the Church of Ephesus. Same people. And here's the thing that's interesting. The thing that's interesting in that is this they were still being faithful to the very things Paul told them you to be faithful to. And I'm gonna tell you something, to me, that's something. Because here's why. How many churches do you know today that ain't standing for what they used to stand forty years ago? Right. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. How many people used to be serving God, ain't serving God? Amen. Amen. They were faithful. They were faithful. Lord, help us. If God, listen, if God calls me home. That this church will be not just another building with a name on it, but be a place where the Lord's going to show up where the Word of God's going to be preached, where Jesus is going to be magnified, where people can get saved, families can get help, individuals can get help, and we can grow stronger by the grace of God. Amen? Right. Amen. And uh, Listen, here's the only thing the rebuke the Lord had for Ephesus, though. He said, you've left your first love. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I told them in Sunday school, I don't know what your plans may be for this year. I hope you've got plans and desires and things like that. But listen to you, stay in love with Jesus. Stay in love with Jesus. Whatever you got to do to keep your Bible time sweet, do it. Amen. Whatever you gotta do to make that prayer time that you have richer, do it. Whatever whatever it is to get you excited for the for the things of God, to draw nigh to God and say close to God, whatever that is, listen, I'm gonna tell you, just do it. Stay in love with him. They were doing, they were being faithful and doing what they're supposed to be doing, but they were not doing it anymore with any love. Amen. We ought to have a love for each other. I have a love for lost souls. I have a love for the Word of God. Love for the house of God. The people of God. So listen. Let's just. Uh, I just say that it's not part of my message. I'm not chasing a rabbit. I'm just saying. Hey, look. Uh, let Let's make sure this coming year. Uh, that we, uh, I'm excited what God's going to do. But listen, stay in love with Jesus. Stay close to Him. Amen? Amen. All right, let's do this. I think everybody's found. It. Let's stand to our feet. We'll reverence God's Word. If you're able to, we'll stand to your feet there. We're going to read the first seven verses in the passage. And uh, then we'll have a word of prayer and get right into the message, all right? Here's what it says. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 1. It says, And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold, now the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Isn't that a blessing? Here's a place where they're teaching young men how to live for God, love God, and it's outgrow the place. Amen. Hallelujah. Miss Valerie said, she told me today, we got her, she said, this place is filling up. I said, praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And that's a blessing though. That, that's a good thing right there. It says, and then it says, verse 2, Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. Look, they are workers. Now, he's a young man. I wish we'd get some young people work today. Amen. Amen. But we've got a mindset in the country today. Listen, let everybody do something for you. Listen, we ought to have a mindset to work. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. They were workers. They were willing to work. Look at verse 3. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I'll go. They said, Preacher, if you ain't going, we ain't going. How about that? Amen. And this is this, So he went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried and said, Alas, Master, for it was borrowed. Now here's some real deep theological truth right here. You borrow something, it's probably going to break. <laughs> Don't borrow stuff. I'm telling you, doesn't it happen? I mean, right there in the Bible, it's biblical. Alright, we're going to keep rolling. Verse 6, And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Therefore said he, take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and took it. Let's bow a word of prayer. Father, Lord, I love you, God. I am grateful to be here. I'm thankful for those that have come out this morning to hear from you, God. Not me. We want to hear from you, Father. And I pray, God, you'd help us. Lord, I pray you'd touch me, God. Give me clarity of speech. and Give me clarity of thinking, Father, I pray. Lord, I pray you'd use this message, I pray you'd touch it, breathe upon it. God, help us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. This is an interesting account, isn't it? I think it is. I mean, the Bible's amazing, but I mean, it's kind of a little strange if you think about it. Um, But I guess it's how you look at it, too, which is really what makes the difference. Um... Just a couple of things, and we'll just slide through these real quick, but you see, progress was being made at first. I mean, hey, they, was, they had outgrown the building, going to go build another building, so they were making progress, but then you see a problem become evident right away. The axe head, that axe head, flew off that handle and went into that river. It was separated from where it needed to be, wasn't it? it needed to be on the, on the end of the handle. Now it was separated. It fell into deep waters. And guess what? It sank, and it sank, and it sank. It hit the bottom. went all the way to the bottom. It's was covered in mud, probably. Covered in mud, filth, whatever else is in the... Jordan River wasn't a clean river. <clears throat> and it uh, had and, and darkness all around it. There was no chance that thing was going to float up. None at all. There is no chance it was going to come out... On its own, it had hit the bottom, and it was lost. It was lost. It was lost as lost could be. I mean, it, when it flew off, that was it. It had no power in itself to float, swim, crawl, get itself out. Brother Jason, it was down there, and that was it. That was that was a. It, I'm just trying to paint a picture for you. So we see, though, that there were some people that were concerned. Thank God, there were some people, especially the fellows using it, because it wasn't his. <laughs> He was concerned. And so you see that the problem was evident but the people were concerned and, and listen all those people that was concerned there's nothing they could do. They couldn't do anything. That man who who was using it he couldn't there was nothing he could do to get it back. I mean, it, it had flowed, it had fell in the Jordan, and it had sunk, and that was it. All the sons of the prophets that were there, the other other men that were there, good men, God fearing men, hardworking men, concerned men—all of that. Nobody, listen, there was nothing they could do to retrieve the axe head. Not even Elisha. Now they went and got the man of God. I mean, he had accomplished miracles. He had done great things up to this point but for him to do something on his own he couldn't do it but the problem got resolved hallelujah they solved the problem the lord directed him to go he said listen you go to that tree over there and he said you go over and you take a branch off that tree and you recover that axe head. And you think about that and i'm just i'm just stay with me all right stay with me we're going to get somewhere but just got to go through this you think he goes over, he leaves there, he goes over, and yet there was a tree. Now that tree had to come from what? Had to come from a seed. Somewhere along the line a seed had gotten in and gotten in and burrowed in the ground. And that stick came from that tree which came from a seed. And that was a long time. That thing was there a whole lot longer than before when that ax fell in that, that water. Amen? It fell into the ground... You know what takes place? Roots begin to, to do their thing and get deep into the ground. It did that. Next thing you know, a little twig had to come up and break the surface and it had to grow and get get uh, taller. And then guess what? It got a little thicker and got a little bigger and it went from being a twig to a little sapling to becoming a tree and a strong tree. The Lord instructs a man of God, you go get that branch. You cut a branch off of that thing and you use that branch, you dip it down in that water and you stick her down in there. You go get that axe head. Amen. And listen, when Elisha did that, he was able to accomplish what no man could accomplish. With that branch being used to go in that water could accomplish what no other man could accomplish. It went down in the water, began to pull, and I don't know how it took place, if he felt around or what, but I'm sure he went down in there was able to go down and pull and somehow, like I said, I'm not sure how it happened, but I know that that branch began to somehow tug and, and work that axe head to get that axe head up and get it out of there. And it pulled that axe head all the way up. Got it out of the mire, Brother Jason. Got it out of the waters, the deep waters. Got it out of the depths of despair and got it out of there. That branch was used to do that. Amen. And recovered the lost exhale. And put it back in its rightful place. Hallelujah. Are you starting to see something? Hallelujah. Now look, this account, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I hope you do. I don't know anything about it, Paul. Paul. I don't know exactly anything, but I believe it. I believe it happened just like we read. I believe that, that 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 the exact way it happened. It took place without a doubt. Amen. And I think it reveals this to us. I believe it paints a picture of salvation. Right. That's right. That's right. I believe not only is it neat and to see a tremendous miracle that Elisha performed here, and, but I believe God is showing us uh, that, that he, we can take this and look at it and He paints a picture of a lost individual being saved by Jesus. Amen. Think about it. For the most part, people start off. everybody thinks they're good. you know. How many people you talk to? Listen, they, they don't think they're going to help. Well, I'm a good person. Well, why why do you think you'll go help? Well, I'm a good person. Being a good person is going to get you there. That's right. Everybody thinks they're good. People think you would start off good. Listen, every parent thinks their child's an angel and their devil. <laughs> Menzie, Kinsey was mean as so hell. Get out. <laughs> Man, was just in disguise. Now I was a good kid. Jesse was terrible. You can ask my mama. Right, Christy? No, okay. <laughs> but everybody, feel like we start off good, right? Unaware we got a problem. Everybody that lives and breathes has a problem. If you're living and breathing, you need Jesus.
1: Right.
0: You need Jesus. And listen, you're separated by God from your sin. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. That's just not, listen, that, that's not annihilation. That's a separation. Death is separation. We're separated from God because of our sin. In Romans chapter 3 it says this, and for the sake of time I'm going to read these passages, you can write them down, and look them up later, but it says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God, They they are all gone out of the way, they are together become unprofitable, there is none that doeth good, no, not one. No, not one. Bible says in Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Bible also tells us in Romans 5.12, it says, For as by one man sin entered the world and death by sin. So death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. Amen. We're all sinners. We've all come short of the, of, of the glory of God. When Adam sinned in that garden, listen, it's just like when that axe head flew off of that handle and it sank. I'm going to tell you what, uh, look, uh, we were separated from God. I was born in this world, but I'm going to tell you, I was born into a state of sin. And I want you to know something. Listen, Griever, I'm telling you, I had a problem. Whether I wanted to believe it or not, I needed Jesus. Amen. You have a problem. If you're lost, you need Jesus. Amen. We're destined to fly off the handle. It's going to happen. Separated from where we're supposed to be. The head should have been on the handle and it was separated from that because it flew off. We need to be with God. God wants us and desires us to be. But the only way you're going to get there is through Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the only way. And hey, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm just, I'll get a little personal, but I mean, I believe it's important for us to understand. A lot of you have heard my testimony, you know it. But uh, listen, uh, I I, I, didn't, I didn't just fall. I didn't just sink a little bit. I sank to the bottom. Amen. I sank to the bottom. I sank and I sank and I sank and I sank till I hit the bottom. And can I tell you something? If you think yourself any better than the bottom, then you need to be saved. Because there ain't none of us righteous enough to get to heaven. Right. Well, I've taught Sunday school for this many years. Good, but that don't get you to heaven. That's
1: right.
0: Yeah, but my granddad and grandma, they've been this church, and they don't get you to heaven. You can't get paraded into heaven. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. That's the only way to get there is through Him. Through your faith and, and, and belief and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Look, you ain't going to fall little ways halfway, three quarters away, you fall, you're going to sink, and you're going to the bottom. Amen? Right. The Bible says this, that we are dead in our trespasses and sins in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2. We are dead in our trespasses and sins. And you, here's what, here's what it says, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Just like that act said, we've sank, Dead of no way of recovering ourselves. No hope of recovering ourselves. There's no hope in man for him to ever get to heaven. There's not enough Bible you can memorize. There's not enough uh, times you can go to church. There's not enough money you can give. There's nothing man can do to get him there other than trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And I think back, Cameron, to my life and and I'm not proud of that. And that's why I think some of you young people have gotten saved. Praise God, you've gotten saved. I wish I could go back. I know you've heard that, but I'm telling you and I guarantee you there are other people in this church that stand up and say, listen, I wish I'd gotten saved earlier in life. Because I'm going to tell you why. To be able to be saved as a young person and give your heart and your life to Jesus and listen, to dedicate your time to Him, that is a blessing. I didn't do that. And I was lost. I was undone. I was low. I had sunk to the bottom of the mire and the mud. I was lost. I had no hope. I was covered in filth. My life, the things that I was doing, the way that I was living, I was surrounded by darkness. Listen, the crowd I was running with wasn't a good crowd. Listen, the things I was involved in wasn't very good. Listen, I had been run over by the world. And let me tell you something, young people. That's exactly what the world will do for you. It will run smack dab over you. All right. Don't believe a lie of the devil. It will ruin you and hurt you and leave you alone, hurt and broken. That's right. And that's the condition I was in. I was stuck there and I was lost. Amen. But just like we see here in the passage, there were some that were concerned. Thank God, there's some people concerned. Thank God for people that care for other people's souls. Amen. 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 There's some people that concern. I thank the Lord for people that will share the gospel with other people, for people that have a burden for lost souls, for people that say, listen, I, uh, uh, I want to share with you what God did in my life and that will live that changed life that God has done. Listen, that people have a desire to reach souls. Thank God for people that are concerned today, man. Look, we didn't just build this church in Weirs Cave to be another church in an area we built it because we're concerned for the souls that are lost out there that don't die without Jesus and go to hell. We want to get the gospel to them. We want them to reach them and to help them and to try to do all we can. Listen, there was, listen, it's concerned. My papa, he was a preacher, great man, but listen, he couldn't save me. My mom and daddy couldn't save me. Nobody could save me. Only one could save me was Jesus. Amen. There was nobody, listen, they were concerned in the passage, but nobody could retrieve the accent. It had to take something else. Just as concerned as parents are for children, and I know we are, and others for individuals and family members, listen, nobody can save anybody. And that's where I was at. Nobody can do anything for me, but praise God, however. Amen. Amen. Praise God. The seed of David, the Bible speaks of, was planted on a hillside. Amen. Jesus Christ came to this earth for me, for you, for mankind. He knew our condition. He knew where we would be. And listen, that seed of David, not only... And you go back to that tree as if uh, I could just picture your mind here. The river's here. And they go and they use that tree to get the branch to retrieve the lost axe head. That seed that was in there, the seed of David, Jesus Christ came to this earth. Amen. Save you and me. Amen. He took root in dry ground. His roots got deeper. He began to grow. He didn't stay a babe. He grew to be a grown man. 33 and a half years, the Word of God shares with us. And you can figure it out if you study it out and you look at that and He was a grown man, walked, talked, lived in this world, tempted by all means but never sinned. And went to a cross for your sin and mine. That we might be retrieved. Amen. That we might be saved and redeemed out of the condition we were in when we were lost. Amen. But understand something. Jesus... (coughs) By coming to this earth. And He came, and we looked at at Christmas for two weeks on the reason why He came. Uh, All of the things He did, uh, listen, uh, and and, and all that He did in the teaching and the miracles and He did those things, listen, that still, the purpose for Him was to come and die on the cross. Those things were good. It wasn't going to save anybody. It was going to be Him going to the cross of Calvary shedding His blood. That's what it took. And that's what it takes for us. Amen. Dead in trespasses and sins. Amen. But what happened? Just as God instructed Elisha to go over and get that branch, he went one day to the tree. Amen. And took a branch and used Jesus to die on the cross, on a wooden cross, for your sin and my sin. And we might have eternal life. Amen. Zechariah chapter 3 says this. For they are men wandered at. For behold, I will bring forth my servant, the branch. With a capital B. He's speaking to Jesus. You think about Elisha. The only thing that was going to get that exit out of that water was the branch. The only thing that's going to get you to heaven is Jesus. And God refers to him as the branch in Zechariah three eight. Daniel nine twenty six says this. And after three score and two weeks shall the Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. My goodness, he went to a cross not because he had to. He did it because he loved you to pay a sin debt for you and for me. Not for his own sins. He had no sin, but for our sins. That's why he went. That's why He went. God the Father looked at God the Son. And although He liked the tree and the root, and He's referred to that Bible, He said what we need is a branch. And what we need is we need to cut it down. We need to cut it down. And that's what took place when Jesus went to the cross. He went to a cross to pay a sin debt for you and for me. He went to a cross... And laid down his life. He suffered. He bled. He died. Gave up the ghost. Praise God! On the third day, he rose from the dead. Amen. He defeated death, hell, the devil. That you might have eternal life. That you might have hope. That you might be redeemed and saved. I thought this was interesting studying this out in Psalm forty-two, seven. And just picturing this passage and using it to parallel Jesus, listen to what it says. This is the Lord. He says, Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Are gone over me. See, when the Lord went to the cross, He took on your sin and my sin. He took on the sins of the world that we might have eternal life that we might be saved. The branch, you think about what Elisha did in lowering that branch into the water. The branch went into the the depths of the water to retrieve the lost axe head. Went into the depths of the water. Took, Took on the waves of judgment. The wrath of God Almighty. God poured out His wrath on His Son. I hope it's sinking in. Look, I hope we don't ever get so numb to to the cross and to salvation and to the suffering that took place on the cross for us to have eternal life. Amen. The waves that... uh, You you think about the the depth that that, that Elisha had to stick that branch in. You think about uh, the the sins that covered the Lord and the torment He experiments. The, The wrath of God, He poured it out on His own Son for us to have eternal life. For us to be able to sing the songs that we sang and to enjoy life. Amen. All of our sins are laid upon Him. You know who deserves hell? I do. You know why I'm going to heaven? Because of Jesus. The branch recovered. The lost axe hit. Amen. Praise God for that. That is a blessing. He bore our transgressions, the Bible says carried our griefs he was bruised for our iniquities on the cross and i like john 644 here's what john 644 says this is the words of the lord he says no man come to me except the father which hath sent me drawing and i will raise him up at the last day you think about this you think about when that branch went down that branch had to be used, however it was, to, to draw, to, to pull on, to get that axe head, to get it to come up and come out. You think about uh, the Lord. Now He works in the life of a sinner. He desires for all to come to Him with the saving knowledge of Jesus. How He draws on a heart. Amen. He began to draw me. He began to work on my heart. I hope it's sitting for Him. Listen, you ought to know what I'm talking about if you're saved, amen. He began to deal with me. He dealt with me in my own way, but He dealt with you in your own way as well. Amen. And listen, there wasn't nothing I could do about it. Amen. The state of sin I was in, there was not, I found myself in a condition and a state. I had placed myself there because of my sin, my living, my lifestyle, my rejection. But praise God for the branch, Amen. amen. He came down. He began to tug on me. He found me in my mire. Cameron. <coughs> he came to where I was at. Praise God. He wouldn't get everything right and then I'll save you. But Brother Barber, He came to where I was at. In my mire. In my mu buried in that filth, buried in that garbage, in the lifestyle I was living, He still came to me, praise God, to draw me up and to draw me out. Listen, down in the darkness, down in the filth, down in the mire, down in the mud. Listen, I couldn't swim. I couldn't move. I couldn't float. I couldn't crawl. I couldn't do anything. Listen, I had put myself there because of the choices I had made and part of the life I was living. But praise God, He came to me. Amen. Just like he'll come to you. Right. Desiring to save you and bring you up and bring you out. And he started tugging on my soul. Started dealing with me. Amen. Just like that branch that resurrected that dead metal. Listen, listen, God is calling and God is drawing everyone. Jesus died for everyone. Amen. It's up to you to answer and respond to the draw of God. Amen. Why? Jesus died for you. Listen, I want you to turn to one passage. Look at John chapter 12. We're almost done. John chapter 12. John 12:32. 12, I'm making it as simple as I can to lay it out there. Because if God's dealing with you, you, need to quit fighting to stay on the bottom. Let Him bring you up and out. Amen. John 12, 32, look at the words of our Lord. It says, "...and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto Me." Listen, it's not your religion, it's not baptism, it's not good deeds, It's only through Jesus Christ you're going to go to heaven. That's it. It's all the Lord. Look, I don't know about you, but I know how it happened for me. I ain't never gotten over it. I tell you one thing, I know how the Lord did. I know what the Lord did in my life. I understand. I realize as I began to look at this and think back, and I was even thinking back last night putting this together, I'm going to tell you it stirred my soul again. I'm thankful, amen, that the branch came to where I was at to get me out of that condition and that life, to bring me up and out, amen, and place me where I needed to be all along, amen. Look, I grew up in church, didn't want to be there. But I went there. Mom and Daddy, you said you're gonna go. That's what we did. But I'm just gonna be as honest as I can with you. We got a lot of kids in church today that are lost as lost can be. Mom and daddy may be saved, and they may go. Just because you go to church don't mean you're saved. My granddaddy was a preacher. That didn't mean anything. Listen, I heard Bible preaching. I knew salvation. I had heard and I understood. Listen, how and, and, and what I... Listen, I could have quoted you verses, all of that stuff, but I was lost as lost could be brother Jason. Mean as a snake. I was. I reckon because I was little. But I was. I'm not proud of that, but I was. Ran with a bad crowd. Did terrible things. That was me. Oh, but I get them to go to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. cause that's what we did as a family. Oh, that's what we did. You know how many lost people are going to die and go to hell because of that? Right. Family traditions will send you straight to hell. Right. You better be going to church because you're saved and you know the Lord. And if you're not, get saved. Amen. It ain't no time to play church. Amen. Right. Amen. 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 Hey. And look, I'm telling you, I, I, I got. I played it and played. I met, I met a young lady, had never been in church all her life. Amen. So I started taking her, like I'm doing something good. Amen. We get married. We go through a hard time. Hard time. I'm just telling the truth, church, church. Because this is Jesus saying we're talking This is real. God saved her. Now I'm talking about the tugging process. God saved her. When God saved my wife, I saw something in her that Jason I knew I didn't have. And it made me mad. My papa was the preacher. My family's the one that goes to church. I'm the one that knows the Bible stories and she don't. I'm just being honest. But I'm afraid there's a whole lot of people like me sitting in churches today that are lost. If they don't get saved and give over to the branch and tell to the branch, he ain't going to bring them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, God changed her. Because God will do that when He saves you.
1: That's right.
0: Therefore, if a the man be Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Man, she didn't want to go to the places we used to go to. Started correcting me on these things that I'd said. I mean, it kind of got me a little tipped. But remember, I'm one of those church. It's my family that goes to church. We're the churchgoers. She is saved, I wasn't. Well, let me tell you what the Lord was doing. Here's what he's doing, Cameron. He was digging that branch down in there. And he's taking that old mile. He's getting that old dead axe head Paul and he's taking that branch and he's tugging on me. He's tugging on me. Thank God for that. Amen. amen. Thank God for it. Do you know what I'm talking about? You experience the tug. Did you give in to the tug? Man. I'll never forget what long we has married her grandmother. She is dying. I remember standing in her bed watching her take her last breath. And when I watched that life leave that body, it was like God was standing right behind me. It was like He was saying, and I didn't hear some horrible voice. I'm just saying, what are you doing, John? That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. It shook me. I mean, everybody thought I was bothered by the, what took place. Man, I out of that room, I went. But it will not that, Papa. It was that tugging. Thank God for the tugging. Amen. Thank God for the branch that will go deep wherever you are. I don't care how deep you are, amen. He'll get there, amen. Right, amen. I don't care how much myer's on top of you. I don't care how much you stacked on top of you. I don't care, listen, how much mud and muck and filth and how dark you are. He'll find you, amen. And He'll toggle your heart, hallelujah. Amen. You ought to grab hold of Him when He does, amen. Yes, amen. It began to stir me. Man, I fought. You know how I fought? You know how foolish it. Is? Here's what I thought. What are people going to say? Here, my family thinks I'm saved. Here, I've told people I'm saved. I got friends that, that uh, I guess they believe that I was the only example to them. Good grief. I mean, serious. I love Jesus and go get. Messed up on, on Friday night, go to church on, on Saturday, night, go to church on Sunday. That ain't salvation. Right. Right. And man, I fought that. Well, Sanford, I fought that. Boy, the devil had my mind. But praise God, the Lord never quit tugging. Had branch hair. Listen, I was down in it deep, but he kept on tugging. Kept on tugging. Amen. I'm not trying to be ugly, but I'm just going to be honest. We was going to a dead church. Wasn't preaching nothing. No conviction. Would never preach a message like this. Oh, but there's a growing. It was a hangout. A popular place. Never one time did them... I, I wish one time somebody would have gotten my face. All right. They said, boy, you're living with... It. Listen, I would be doing things out and see people at the church. I'm talking leaders in the church. I'd be buying alcohol. And listen, why didn't they get in my face and say, what are you doing with your life, son? That's right. I wish somebody had done that. Amen. We rode past a little church. And I'm talking, I'm still lost. Now, she's saved. I said, we need to go there. This church, we went to, didn't have church on Sunday night. I don't know how people think they can go to church. I need all the church I can get. Amen. And, 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 and I said, we're going to go there. And we went. Praise God. And the man preached. And he preached truth. You know what it was, bro, Jason? me. you never give up on me. Man. And I'll never forget it was on a Sunday night. Man, I come up that aisle. Finally in my life, Brother Sanford, I didn't care what anybody thought I didn't care who I was going to have to answer to, Paul. I didn't care what I was going to All I knew was one thing I wanted Him. Yes. And if He'd still have me, as lying as I was, as, as stinking filthy as I was, as many times I lied and pretended and faked, I got on my knees and the best I could. I'd God, if you'll have me, will you save me? And praise God, He saved my soul. Amen. Amen. I've never been the same, hallelujah. Thank God for the tug, amen. Amen. Thank God for the branch, hallelujah. It'll bring you up and out, amen. It'll bring you up and out. Amen. The branch died so I could live. He died so I could live. Miss Sue, he suffered our sin. That we can enjoy what we enjoy. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Began to work. Break me loose out of my stuff. Amen. Get me (laughs) out of there. I had a wife that prayed for me. She was patient. Praise the Lord she was. Put up with me. God used her salvation to tug in my heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God for people in your life that God will use to get you to wake up and see I need Jesus. Amen. Amen. He worked me loose, praise God. He dealt with my heart. I felt the draw. Look, I, I was deep. Deep. Sinking in sin. But he kept tugging. And he brought the little hunk of metal dead in trespasses and sins up out of the mire. And save my soul, Jason. Save my soul. Praise God. Amen. He brought me face to face with my sin, Aaron. That's good. Had to realize who I was. I had to admit, Cameron, who I was. And who he was. But I didn't have a problem with that, Amen. Thank God for the tug. Amen. Amen. And praise God, I'm telling you, I'm thankful. Listen, that's just my that's that's my that's my testimony, but I'm telling you. I thank God for it, amen. Jesus, listen, if He's tugging at your your soul, you need to respond, amen. There ain't no way you're going to get out on your own. If you're without Him, listen, don't be fooled by I'm okay, preacher. I'm alright. I'm telling you, I've tried the best I can, as simple as I can, this morning, to lay it out there with, with, with a passionate word of God. If you're without him, you're at the bottom, you're in the mire, you're in the muck. Listen, you just need to admit it and you need to look for the branch. Because he'll find you. Wherever you are. Amen. How about you? Did you remember when he first tugged at your your heart? Did you answer? Have you answered? Have you surrendered? Listen, I'm thankful he didn't just... I'm thankful it wasn't this. I'm going to stick it down and look around. Yep, there it is. Up, oh, didn't come on. Oh, I'm out. Praise God, Papa. He kept on. Thank God he kept on. Jesus passed by your way this morning. Passed by your way this week. You answered. You can't behind, hide behind Grandma and Granddaddy, Mom and Daddy. You're going to stand before God yourself. If you're of an age of accountability, you're of an age of understanding the seriousness of sin, you can comprehend what I'm saying through the Word of God, then you are going to answer to God Almighty by yourself for your sin. And I'm telling you, the branch is extended. You need to grab hold. If you have it. I had this song here. I want to read this. We're just about done. Love lifted me. Y'all, I, probably everybody knows that song. Listen to the first words of it, the the first verse. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the Master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters lifted me. Now safe am I. Amen. Hallelujah. Love lifted me. Yes. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Amen. I'm telling you, Jesus is your answer. He's your answer. Now let me show you one more thing. Verse seven in our text, the last verse I read, 2 Kings chapter six, verse seven. I just want to point this out. The very last verse there, verse 7, 2 Kings chapter 6, it says, therefore, well, well let, let, let's look at verse 6. We'll just. It says, and the man of God said, where fell it? He answered, he showed him the place, he cut down a stick, cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Praise God. Miracle. You know what a new birth is? It's a miracle. Yeah. Then look at verse 7 though. Therefore he said, take it up to thee, and he put it he put out His hand, and He took it. He put out His hand, and He took it. When the story ended, the axe head ended up right where it was before it fell off. Think about that. They were standing right there. Standing right there. Listen, what Adam lost in the garden through sin, Jesus regained back on Calvary. Praise God. Amen. We can regain it through Jesus Christ won it back at Calvary and raised Him from the dead. That axe head was restored to the place it was before it fell. Guess what? Listen, listen, God desires and wants us to be with Him. The only way that's going to happen is through the branch, amen. But if you'll receive Jesus, He'll place you right where you need to be, and you should have been all along. and that's with the Father, amen. Because the Bible tells us we're in the safe hand of the Father for those of us that are saved. Praise the Lord. God, listen, God was in Christ when He came to this earth reconciling the world to Himself. Not only did the Lord Jesus rescue me from the depths of my sin, but listen, He put me right back to where I needed to be. Amen! In fellowship with God. And no man's plucking me out. Hallelujah. Jesus did it all. Amen. See, young people, listen to me. This is for you as well. Sir, ma'am, all of you in here, you need to listen. I don't care who may discourage you from grabbing hold of the branch. But if he's nudging you, you need to grab hold. Because if you die without him, you're going to go to hell. I don't want to hear that, preacher. It's the truth. It's the truth. If you know you need him, quit trying. To fight to stay on the bottom. surrender to Jesus. let him draw you up and out. let him put you in the hand of God. more' than you come piano listen to me. the worst thing you can do is say no to Jesus. How about this morning? you let the Lord draw you draw you out? If you do, you'll watch a miracle take place because that's what the new birth is. You'll see some iron float. Let me say this to us that are saved and we'll we'll have you stand to your feet. How long has it been since you bowed your knees and just said thank you? Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Thank you for coming to me where I was at. Bring me out of my mire, my field, my muck, my situation, my darkness, my despair in bringing me up and out. When's the last time? Listen, we ought to be doing it. We ought to do it today. Listen, you can't do it too much. Amen? We ought to give Him thanks. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet, head bowed, eyes closed. The altar is open. Nudge your hearts. You need to come. Be mindful.